what's up y'all so this is my second solo i'm kind of getting used to it i really want to thank the listeners who hit me up it was like yo you're not that bad by yourself you know um I was told to stop saying I was rambling, so I will correct myself. But what's up, good people? I'm hopping on again, and I don't have any notes in front of me. What I'm going to do is speak from my heart. That's usually what I do. And it usually just comes out the way it's supposed to come out. I was sitting thinking the other day when I was just driving about all the routes that I've taken in life. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) I think I'm going to make a podcast out of this. But that didn't come without speaking to my homegirls. I was talking to my homegirl, Brina. What up, Brina? And a few more of my friends. So without further ado, let's get into it. Life is not a straight line. And I think a lot of people... Is usually the people that you grow up with, whether it's mother, father, uncle, doesn't matter. They set your life up for you. Now, that's in most cases. And you are told to go this straight line, whatever the straight line looks like. It could be go to school, come home, wash dishes and go to sleep. Somebody else's straight line could say, hey, do what you need to do, get married, and leave my house. And you wake up from this matrix (laughs) called life and say, whoa, the rug absolutely got pulled underneath me. I did everything I was told to do. Everything my parents and family laid out for me to do. And this was not my life your life could be filled with color it could be filled with mistakes and yet and still by the time you get in your 20s you feel like you you're a failure because you didn't meet the mark of somebody else's expectation sometimes it drives you from even speaking to your family You hold your head down low because you haven't lived out their dream. Whatever their dream was for you. It could be college and you decided it's not my thing. But because you've lived your life for someone else, you have no clue what was intended for you. Because we all know what's for you is for you. So... I'm the second born. (laughs) Um, I have an older sister of four years. And we were brought up with great parents. I won't take that away from them. But it was something about my life that, you know, I knew I was a rebel. (laughs) I gave my parents the flux. I remember probably being being a teenager and they sat me down and said look we don't like you and I took off crying because I heard the word love and my father explained to me no no baby we love you we'll we'll do anything for you we don't like you but that set the tone because maybe I didn't like myself I did a lot of things 
to kind of set me apart from my honor roll making sister. I would go into classes that had her teachers that had her and they would get excited. Oh, you Olympia sister. We know (laughs) we know you won't be a problem. Surprise. Uh Uh-uh, no. I was never the class clown or anything like that. Um, I just, I believe I just hated being in the shadow of anyone. I am my own person. Well, in life, I started doing my own thing. One thing about me is I do my own thing and nobody really understands it. And that's fine. You know, but I do my own thing. But in my 20s, I remember going to voiceover classes. I remember um, going to Barnes and Noble in Maryville. They're no longer there, but they had this group I looked up called Toastmasters. Toastmasters helped me greatly with public speaking. In my mind, I just felt I was going to be a motivational speaker. What they did at Toastmasters was keep note of how many times you pretty much said, um, ah, or those small pauses. That was in my 20s. So, so far I've mentioned voiceover classes that I attended and I paid for at IUN. Then I wanted to go in the 10 classes with Toastmasters. After that, okay, since I had money to burn, (laughs) I picked up some sign language classes. Okay, three different avenues but I just felt like okay I want to do it I really did not understand what preparation looked like I didn't understand it I just knew I was drawn to it and to others it looked like oh she just doing anything oh she all over the place that's fine because what happens when you go on your road it's gonna look like a zigzag and it to other people who have lived that straight line life it's gonna look like you have no direction everything I have done has not made sense to a lot of people there was a situation that I went through at my job not my current job but if it did nothing it taught me to speak up for myself this job really and truly was part of the plan because before this particular job I was at another job for over a decade and could not find my voice I took whatever they gave me Sometimes we apply that in relationships and friendships, but this paid the bills. So I would storm out sometimes angry, mostly at myself. Like, why didn't you say anything? And then, you know, of course I had friends I would have been off to. My best friend Kia would always say, you know what? You need to speak up. I could not find my voice till I had to. I entered this position feeling like okay I've arrived and let me tell you they tried to break me 
more than any job that I held down for 10 years. I had no choice but to find my voice. But when you find your voice, understand sometimes you have to be quiet because when you're telling other people, they're going to insert their fears. They're going to insert their experiences. And it makes it kind of harder for you to stand on your own two feet. So I walked away from something that was only trying to break me. When I took out time to walk away from that job, y'all, I had so many fears. One of them was, okay, I'm unemployed unexpectedly. What do I do now? I didn't sit and wait until another job lined up, which I've done before. I actually said, oh, okay, enough is enough. I'm gone. With no no net under me. I just did it. After that, here comes the fear. I put fear before faith, okay? And I said, okay, I got bills. Let me start digging into, you know, my my hard time money. I found my voice. In that time, I found my voice. But other people who may have not found their voice, but just kind of smothered themselves in fear, said, oh, why did you do that? You should have stayed in your unhappiness. You should have at least did this, that, and the third. Now, I'm telling you, meanwhile, this job is taking Mike Mike Tyson jabs at me. All I'm trying to do is work during a pandemic. I'm trying So I walked away from whatever didn't serve me. And because people have their straight edge life, straight line life, they said, oh, you're wrong for walking away what made you unhappy. I adopted their fears because, you know, in life, that's what we do. Again, sometimes it starts from home. If it's somebody in your household that has a fear of driving, that might be why you are not driving. So I sat in it and I started just kind of digging deeply into myself, praying, Lord, let me find my voice. Lord, let me fight for what's right. Lord, let me put one foot in front of the other. I don't know what's behind the doors, but I know it has to be better than this because I know I was being mistreated somewhere. And it was affecting me. The person that did the the harassing, they didn't care. You think they lost sleep at night like I was doing? So I prepared in the meantime, in my hurt, in my upset, I prepared. I prepared by praying. I prepared by speaking with friends that remembered me when I didn't have anything. And let me put a pin in this for a moment and talk about the things that you don't have as of yet. I can firmly tell you that now if I look in my bank account and I don't like what I see, I yank myself and say, remember that time you didn't have anything? 
And even when you didn't have anything, God somehow still provided. So I needed to say that to say, it's going to be times in your life you don't like what you see. It's going to be times in your life guaranteed you won't be able to pay that bill. It will be times where the very person that you talk to all the time won't be around. What do you do? That's your prep time. Anything else is a distraction. Anything else that's keeping you from working on you is a distraction. Trust me. So when I sat there and walked away from a job that was mistreating me, I had to sit. Did I cry? Yes. Did it hurt? Yes. Why did it hurt? Because I was embarrassed. I landed this job. And at this point, um, from what I understand, it was tons of applicants that did not get this position. So I'm just feeling like I'm at the top of the world because I felt I waited but do you know that you can interrupt your prep time I felt I waited but once I got there I soon realized now I still needed to be in the oven baking I'm not prepped yet so when I was out of that job I cried and I thought the worst and I was just like okay now what's next what happened is like I said I found my voice what happened is I landed something that I totally feel like I belong in this is a world that I should be a part of there is journalism next to my job position now I'm gonna tell you something With this particular position, my nerves are always on edge because I had to unlearn a lot of things. It's a world that's not familiar to me. So it's a lot of times I have to remember going to a job unlearning because you still being prepped. Ladies and gentlemen, you are being prepped doesn't matter how many times you've seen a rejection letter from a job that you just knew was yours doesn't matter how many interviews you've been on and hoped for doesn't matter how many times you go for it and you feel like damn I didn't get it it's a part of prepping during a pandemic I went to several interviews It was one particular place that interviewed me three times. Each time was more intense. The last time was a group interview. And I kept saying, my goodness, won't they just hire me? Like we, listen, for real, we in the middle of a pandemic. Who was rushing to go back to work? And here I am going through hoops, three interviews. Each one I'm trying to figure out, okay, what do I say? I didn't get it. And I thought to myself, huh, well, that was just practice. 
Because by that time, I thought of everything as a preparation. There's no such thing as rejection. You might not get it, but it might make you stronger for whatever you actually meant for. I can tell you during a pandemic, like I said, I went through several interviews. Now I can walk in each interview I have like I own it. Even if it's not mine, I'm making an impression because I was prepped for it. What you have to do in your prep time is not let the sun go down on your dreams. That looks like depression. And there is no way I am saying depression isn't real. It's very real. But what do you do in that dark time? Do you understand that you are being planted? But what do you do in that dark time? Do you give up? Or do you fight? Do you rise? Do you see the best version of yourself while you're down because there will be a time the sun will come back around it's not always darkness but when that sun comes back around don't you want to be that stall that tall standing tree don't you want to have more knowledge than you had before you were planted you don't ever want to come back the same I was talking to my friend the other day and I told her, can you imagine life if you knew everything and everything was handed to you easily? When big things happen and they do, you would not have any experience in how to handle it. None. I've been through some zigzags in my life. Some people might have looked and said, she has no direction. (laughs) But guess what? I did it my way. And my traffic doesn't look like your traffic. My traffic could always look like jam-packed rush hour cars all on one another. And yours could be the freeway where there's no traffic. And guess what? we still go get to where we need to get to. In your time, prep. In the Bible it says, and I'm don't quote me, but it's basically talking about content. I know what it's like to have and have not. I know what it's like to have food and to go hungry. I know what it's like to have clothes on my back and then turn around and have nothing. This is called preparation because if you know what it's like to have the rain fall on you, you'll know next time to have that umbrella. If you know what it's like to have the sun shine on you, you'll know what to wear. You'll know because you've prepped for it. Prep for your life. And it doesn't matter how many people tell you what your life should look like. If college wasn't for you, so what? If marriage wasn't for you, 
So what? It doesn't matter. What's for you will always be for you. You just have to root for yourself. Don't ever in your life give someone permission to tell you what you are or you aren't. It's your life. So you prep for it. I don't care if you 40 years old and always decided to be a ballet dancer. You better do it. <laughs> I don't care if you 60 and wanted to have a prom. You better throw it. If somebody tells you what you can't do, you better do it. And I'm speaking from both ends of the spectrum. I've had a lot of people in my life tell me what was not going to happen. For some reason, it became dry for me. Because I'll be damned if somebody is going to dictate and narrate my life. And then I've had people tell me, oh, girl, you're going to be A, B, C, and D. And whatever it was. I appreciated the compliments, but if I saw it, I wanted to go for it. So, if you listening to this, it was meant for you to hear. Prep for your present. Prep for your future. You can even prep for your past. That's usually an area we don't like looking at. But prep for it because one day you might have to visit it. And whoever come across you, you won't let them have that power over you anymore. Because you've prepped for it. So, I hope you got a word out of this. Wherever you are, like, share, you know. If you want to hear more of this, I'm your girl, Keisha. And this is Put Your Phone Down Podcast. This is my second time rolling solo. I don't know if it'll be my last or not. You know, it depends on what you want to hear. But I do want to tell you preparation. So you won't ever have to show up late. Your blessings won't be delayed or denied because you're prepping when I thought I was at my lowest it was actually me prepping so understand prep so you can be prepared alright y'all I love you and we'll be doing this again